0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with this psychic sister. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here for my Friday pop up show just me, myself, and I, and the voices in my head. <laughs> I hope you guys are having a great Friday and a good kickoff to the week. It's been really quiet at my house today, and it's just been nice. Good opportunity to get things done. It feels like fall outside. Nothing to complain about. I also made a new shirt. I have to show it off. Right? If you know, you know. (laughs) Are you guys watching Yellowstone? Season three has been delayed. I am so afraid for season three (laughs) because of the way season two ended. I won't spoil it for you or spoiler alert. it. I won't spoil it for you, but oh my God, it's a hard show to watch. And then it's a hard show to not watch. So here I am just watching in horror. (laughs) So if you watch Yellowstone, let me know. But yes, I had to have a Dutton Ranch Yellowstone shirt. I saw some about Beth that I thought were pretty freaking awesome, but you know, this might be the start of a few. Who knows? (laughs) Well, you guys, you know, I want to say hi to Cranky, RJ, Chris, welcome. You guys know, if you know me at all, and you mostly do at this point, that uh, weird crime, crazy crime is one of the things I love the most uh, because, you know, people are wild, man. <laughs> and I have found some pretty wild ones for you today. So first of all, let's talk about Blair Witten. Blair Witten and her boyfriend broke up five years ago. And in those five years, Blair has continued to harass the hell out of him and continue to make his life pretty hard uh, off and on. It's her, uh, I'm afraid mental health is probably or maybe addiction has kind of led her to She really, really, really hates his current girlfriend really a lot. So unfortunately, just recently, the ex-boyfriend died. He had surgery. And uh, in the uh, recovery from the surgery, he passed away. She posted a bunch of wild and crazy stuff on Facebook that had people concerned. She was informed that she was not invited to the uh, funeral and please don't come or we'll have to take action. And she even posted on Facebook that she killed him, even though uh, it's not medically possible. But she's just pretty out of her mind already and now very out of her mind with grief. Well, she didn't come to the cemetery or to the uh To the funeral. And I think by the time the family made it to the graveside service, they probably thought that they were in the clear. Well, they weren't. She came driving through the cemetery in her car and drove directly into the crowd of mourners directly at his current girlfriend and tried to hit her with her car. Luckily, she made it out of her way, and so did everyone else. She managed not to hit anybody, but uh, she has, of course, been arrested for this fact. Uh, Jerica Charbonneau is the girlfriend who uh, was not doing that, and <laughs> she says that nobody was injured, but that uh, it was very upsetting to uh, see her there driving her car like that through the cemetery. So which led me to wonder if she did any damage at the cemetery. Plowing through there with her car, can you imagine if she took out a headstone or something? Anyway, big yikes. But um, after she was arrested, uh, the family learned that she had been in trouble just a month before for defacing a Jesus statue in their town at a church, a big marble Jesus statue. She had painted entirely black just a month before. So it sounds like she is wildin' and probably needs a little time in jail to get a bit of perspective and settle herself down. So Blair, we hope you get the help you need. Well, speaking of jilted lovers, this lady in China figured out a way to get back at her ex in a way that nobody maybe would have seen coming. She borrowed his car. He was nice enough to oblige and she spent the entire day committing traffic crimes in his car. See, in China, if you run a stoplight, the stoplight snaps a picture of your car and you get a ticket in the mail. Well, not only did she do this crime, but she had a man drive so that it would look like him. And she and her uh, accomplice managed to run 49 stoplights in one day and rack up 49 tickets in her ex-lover's car. I'm guessing that he, uh... (laughs) I'm guessing that he was pretty surprised to start getting these tickets in the mail. Also, I don't know what he did to become her ex, but it must have been pretty bad. 49 red lights in one day. Can you imagine? (laughs) At the time, I have this image of them like laughing their heads off, you know, getting revenge, having the time of their life. Then when the police came calling, I'm sure it wasn't quite so funny, but I still think it's kind of hilarious. But I'm glad it didn't happen to me. Can you imagine? I mean, even if those tickets were 49 bucks or were like $100 a piece right? (laughs) That's going to add up really fast. And they could be more. I don't know. The article did not say, uh, hopefully he got out of paying them. However, since clearly he was actually not the person out on the joy ride, but do not mess with her. Well, there is a guy. Let's see. I want to get this right in South Carolina who has really been acting up as of late. His name is Colby. And Colby, well, his name is Gary Colby, sorry. He has been in trouble for a few things. For one, he stole a mandolin from a neighbor and threw it out in a pasture. And they called the police and he was reprimanded for uh, his criminal behavior. Not really sure what that's about. But recently, his sister saw him ride his horse past her house and to their parents' house. Well, there were a couple of problems with this. First of all, Gary doesn't have a horse. Second of all, he's not allowed at their parents' house because of previous uh, misdeeds and mischief. So she called the police. Well, the police got there and they were looking around and there was no horse. So they thought maybe he wasn't there. Maybe he kept on going, but they decided mm, they probably better look into this since uh, it sounds like there was some real family issues here. So they knocked on the door. No one answered. So they opened the door and unfortunately stepped directly into a pile of fresh horse manure in the living room. Walked a little further and discovered Gary laying on his bed with a full sized horse standing next to him in his bedroom. Yep. He stole it from a neighbor down the road. So they uh, arrested Gary because, you know, as we know, he wasn't supposed to be there. And they returned the horse to his owner. And Gary has now been charged for stealing a horse, which is a big deal. Back in the old days, you could get shot for such a thing. Probably still can. Anyway, no horses were injured in the uh, making of this crime. Thank goodness. Okay, now these geniuses definitely should not have a gun. A 20 year old man showed up at his friend's house and he put his gun on the coffee table, you know, as you do. While well, his friend picked it up and was playing with it and discovered that the laser is pretty cool and started using this 9mm handgun. And the laser around the room for the cat to play with right who wouldn't do that and running the laser around cats chasing it and oh damn she accidentally shoots the gun the cat's fine don't worry i know that's what you were worried about the cat is fine however the owner of the gun well he's probably fine now but at the time No, he was shot through and through in the leg and had to go to the hospital bleeding profusely and had to have surgery. So the moral of the story, and I'm sure no one knew this, and so it's just an honest mistake that we can all learn from. Don't use a gun as a cat toy. And especially don't use a loaded gun as a cat toy. I know, who knew? Apparently, everyone needed that warning. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Oh, years ago, a Bix College or a BYUI student here in Idaho or in Rexburg uh, stole a bunch of guns from locals, like out of people's houses while they were at church. He was rifling through their stuff and stealing their guns. Well, he went to Salt Lake City. To sell the guns. He had a deal with a, a gang down there that he was selling guns to. This wasn't his first run down there. But he shows up there with all of these guns and as he's showing off with them he accidentally shoots one of those guys in the butt. And was real lucky to make it out alive and was very happy to see the police show up to get arrested so that those guys didn't kill him. <laughs> Genius. Genius. That's I got to tell you. All right. Well, I did promise uh, in my show description tonight a little bit of unlicensed surgery for you. Now, this happened last year, but it's still pretty an interesting story worth repeating. Two men in Fort Worth have been arrested for performing surgery without a license. Bob Lee Allen and Thomas Evans Gates... Apparently didn't know that you can't castrate someone if you don't have a license to do so, even if they want you to. Who knew? Who knew? Well, they didn't know. They know now. Uh, They also are self-proclaimed cannibals, which makes this whole story a little bit more horrifying. But a friend of theirs uh, wanted his balls gone. He wanted to be done with them. He had had enough. Apparently, he didn't want them anymore. So he asked these two geniuses to just do a minor surgery and cut them off. Why not? You've all heard of Rocky Mountain Oysters, right? I don't know if that's where this goes. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. But <laughs> they performed surgery on the kitchen table and they did remove his testicles. And they did put them in the freezer. But then they had a problem he wouldn't stop bleeding. I don't know, I know, why? Why? You lop someone's testicles off and they won't stop bleeding? What's the problem? Well, they ended up deciding that uh, it's possible he could bleed to death. So they loaded him up and they dropped him off at a local hospital. You know, they didn't wanna have to go in and face the music about what they had done, but face the music they did indeed because he told the truth. (laughs) And pretty soon the sheriff came knocking wanting to know what the hell was going on around here and they've both been arrested because yet again it turns out you cannot perform surgery on people without a license they didn't know all right well one more And this one i don't know i suspect this is this case might be born out of extreme poverty so you guys help me decide but This happened just last month at a Nevada dental clinic. Lauren Ike was a dental employee and the dentist's office saw that their alarm had been tripped over the weekend and the police went and checked it out and discovered that someone had broken in and stolen $22,000 in cash and checks. And the first of all, it's the weekend. Why wasn't that in the bank? that's just my logistical side, right? But anyway, it was Lauren. And when they arrested Lauren, she admitted to something that they didn't know that got her in a lot more trouble. She admitted that she had performed unlicensed extractions. She had also stolen anesthesia from the dentist's office and who knows what else in order to perform 13 extractions on the same patient. So now she's also charged besides being charged with breaking and entering and grand theft. Now she's also charged with performing medicine without a license 13 times. Well, maybe not. It's the same patient. This is why this one gets to me. I mean yes she stole and that's awful and you know those i'm not you know i'm not excusing her behavior however we all know how expensive it is to go to the dentist and we all know when you have a tooth that acts up how much pain you can be in and we all know that a lot of people don't have dental insurance because it's expensive as hell and it doesn't cover a lot so I don't know for sure who she did this procedure on, but I'm going to guess it's somebody she knew, which makes me think that she did what she did out of poverty, out of need, out of someone around her suffering who probably just needed all of their teeth extracted. Now, what were the, is that the situation? I don't know. That's my prediction. That's my read on it is that uh, this was someone she knew that was suffering that couldn't afford 13 extractions from the dentist. Well, that's probably $3,000 of medical or dental care. And that's probably really conservative, actually. So I'm a little sad for her that she also is uh, being charged with that. However, pulling 13 teeth from someone under who knows what kind. This was just looks like a kitchen, uh, you know, operating room type situation. You know, cue the testicles. But oh my God, what do you do for pain? What do you do for infection? Like, there's a lot of questions here about uh, how you could prevent someone from being in big trouble after you pull 13 of their teeth. But, so I'm not excusing her behavior at all. It just makes me sad because I suspect that she did that out of poverty and need. Uh, Yeah. So that one's a little sad, I think. But, you know, she still definitely broke the law. But what do you think? What do you think on that? Not that she should have stolen anything and pulled everyone's teeth or or someone's, hopefully not everyone's teeth, someone's teeth. But anyway, that one grabs at me just a little, but that's what I've got. Crazy stuff going on. There was also a man in Australia who was arrested when police discovered a set of testicles in the freezer of his home. I know another one this time he had removed the testicles and nearly cut the penis clear off of another man in some kind of a fetish situation. Uh, He was charged. (laughs) And honestly, I think ladies, if you see testicles in the freezer, you run the other way, right? Because that must mean something is going wrong. Now Chris says, where was the dentist out with the tooth fairy? I'm guessing. Yeah, probably. Probably. Well, at any rate, you know, our uh, criminal here had 13 more teeth for the tooth fairy to offer, so (laughs) maybe she was in the right place. Boy, well, there you go. I'm sure there's lots more crazy crime going on out there. There always is, but there's a few, and they weren't all people from Florida, which I think is uh, great, because often when I do this show, they're all Florida people, so Florida, we love you. We're not trying to beat up on you, and today... It wasn't even you guys. (laughs) All righty, guys. Take care. Christy will be back tomorrow with another pop-up. We'll be back on Monday with all of our good stuff. I'll be live on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Mountain for Spirit School attendees. We are doing a guided meditation to help you connect to animals that have passed. So that should be a really special one. And then a week from Sunday... Christy will be back on Spirit School at 10 a.m. Mountain with uh, her series of chakras. And this month we are on the throat chakra. So she's got a lot of really good information and years of knowledge to share about the throat. So, so much more good stuff to come. We're already working on uh, our Patreon, you guys. If you're a patron, we have a treat for you. We are going to be comparing the man who kidnapped Elizabeth smart and Chad Daybell and some of their beliefs and behaviors. You might be surprised how alike those two are. It's actually pretty shocking. So that'll be coming out on Patreon this weekend, but we have a really wild case for you next week in our group case too. So all kinds of big stuff happening. It always is, but thanks for being here again. Christy will be back tomorrow. You guys have a great night and an even better weekend. And please, please, please take good care of yourselves. This has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care.